Strickland. I have been fascinated with the unknown and paranormal realms since childhood. After a profound experience with my grandmother's spirit 20 years ago, I have been on a quest to observe, study, investigate, and communicate with the afterlife and beyond. It's been an ongoing journey of exploration and discovery, one that has taught me how mortality and the spirit world are forever bonded through the veils of time. Hello, hello, everyone. I hope you're all doing well on this Thursday, August 26th, the 26th of August. It's almost September. What? What? I don't know. I don't get it. Anyways, uh, you're tuning in to another episode of the Afterlife Chronicles and Beyond on the WLTKDB network, also known as the Let's Talk.com. I am your host, Nicole Strickland. You can uh, visit the site there, right there at uh, WLTKDB.com or the Let's Talk.com. Of course, we are using StreamYard now, and so people can watch in various different ways right there on the website or on our Facebook, Twitch, let's see, LinkedIn. YouTube and Twitter all under WLTKDB. So that's fantastic. Lots of new additions to the site. Uh, obviously, there's audio uh, and a video on there. Uh, there's a new TV channel with all the shows so you can create your own playlist, which is really cool. Uh, brand new chat room on there. And then, of course, individual host pages as well. And then a merch section. So please shop our merchandise. Lots of cool things to have there as well. So before I bring in tonight's guest, I want to cover a little bit of uh, some housekeeping. So we have coming up on the 20th anniversary of September 11th, 2021. The station is doing a special 9-11 tribute. Uh, more details to come, but please mark your calendars down for that day, September 11th, of course, this year. Uh, time to be determined. And then, of course, uh, our very first big event is taking place on October 30th at 4 p.m. Eastern. It's Gallery Readings for the World. Uh, so you can get amazing readings by three top psychic mediums, Diet Renee, Pete Orbea, and Missy Hart. And of course, yours truly is hosting it. So I'm really looking forward to that. Again, it's on Saturday, October 30th. It's an online event, 40 bucks per person. So mark that down. Uh, I have a new book coming out soon this fall. I'm not sure which month, but uh, The Afterlife Chronicles is what it's called. Exploring the connection between life, death, and beyond. And uh, that's about it for housekeeping. So tonight, it's about time that I've had this guy on. I should have had him on way sooner. But of course, Todd Bates, the entire mastermind behind WLTKDB, the Let's Talk Network is going to be joining us. I am super excited. So Todd, how are you doing tonight? I can't, I can't quite hear you. Hi, Nicole. I'm doing there you great. go. Thanks there you go. Yeah. Yeah. Oh my gosh. I'm so. Uh, I saw your mouth moving. I'm like, wait. <laughs> good stuff, right? You know what? It's all good. You just got to go with the flow. You just got to go with the flow. I'm so happy to have you as a guest finally. I should have had you on months ago, but you know. It's going to be a lot of fun. So, yeah. Thank you for joining. So, you know, I like to start out with. Uh, the old standard. So what you what got you into the paranormal? So let's just start with that. You know, oh, I think it's yes. a great question. Let's let's do that. Oh, absolutely. My goodness. Um, well, I should say that I mean I, I, I'm 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 more of a skeptical person. I hold a lot of caution in my mind. Now back in the day, I didn't believe in any of this. UFOs go are you kidding me, Bigfoot? Are, seriously, I used to laugh. <laughs> I used to laugh. <laughs> And, uh, you know, I'd been curious, but yet didn't didn't be believe. Right, right, right. There was a, a small investigation team. They talked me into doing this haunted tour one Halloween. Nice. And a small investigation team here uh, called the Crawford County, Illinois Ghost Hunter Society. I mean, he's he's Jason Snyder's old school. Well, he gets a he gets a hold yes. of me. Uh, we get uh, these tickets to his tour. And went to the tour, this old general store, 
everybody just runs off and starts taking pictures and flashes everywhere. It's exciting. Well, I went straight back to this old barn and just sat there and started recording in the pitch black by myself, like a loner, a rebel. <laughs> and and uh, I love it. Didn't capture anything, went home. And uh, after talking to Jason, learned how to process it with the computer and things. Um, and I had captured a horse of all things, an animal in this barn. And I became obsessed. That is awesome. Oh my yeah. gosh. Still have that thing on cassette. And so you were obviously using an analog and we're going to get more into later on in the show, digital versus analog, but you were of course using an analog recorder, right? Yeah. And you didn't hear the horse at the time. Right. So that's classic. Oh my gosh. Anything. So what was it? Was it trotting or did it actually vocalize the horse? I'll, I'll make, I'll, I'll, it, it vocalized. It was a. Oh my and God. That's a good Two stomps after like, like something was upset that my presence was in there. You know how some oh horses my. get scooped and they'll, yeah, stop and they'll kick their back legs. Right. Mm -hmm. Yeah. It was, it was oh very similar to that. And that I, I was completely blown away. How did I not hear something like that? I mean, it wasn't right. like, don't get me wrong. It didn't wail. I mean, it wasn't really pronounced, but it, you could tell what it was. Of, well, that's great. I just, I just became obsessed with it and, and wondering, I was more obsessed with how in the world did that come on the recorder and I didn't hear it, than it actually right. a ghost or some kind of spirit animal. And that's what I, I, I started searching uh, back then. There wasn't really much uh, around. You, you really couldn't like pop on Facebook or, or, you know, you had to do some digging because it was still taboo a lot back then. Um, but I, I, I found a lot of people that had similar interests with, with this electronic voice phenomenon. And that's what kind of, I'm uh, one of them. I'm one of them. So I get it. I get it. I get the obsession. Yeah. It's a, it's a huge thing. And, and I just, uh, I wanted to learn all I could. So I reached out to so many different people and some would respond uh, they would explain why I captured this or what it may be instead. Uh, and, and that's when I met um, Sarah Estep. Yes. So, yeah, she was obviously one of the leading pioneers in the field, but she also founded the American Association for Electronic Voice Phenomena. So you studied under her. Yeah, she, how, how was that experience? Amazing. She took me under her wing. We emailed quite often before wow. several times before we sat down on the phone, we would sit down on the phone to go over different theories, different, different um, approaches, different classifications, uh, things like that. And she would, she, she was really good about explaining why about explaining, you know, why you sit there and, and talk to them, but yet why you need to be respectful why you know there there were there there's just so much out there with communication and you're you're talking you're you're talking to a person and she definitely clarified that that right. people too you're you're talking to them they may not be able to hear you as well as others uh, uh, you know they, it may be some kind of um, uh, dimensional kind of communication you're, you're talking to them through different dimensions it may be loose it may be uh tinny uh, there's so many different different variables when you're recording and it's tough it's really tough to pinpoint uh okay how can i tell if this is a true evp or if this was just some kind of accident accidental false positive i captured so there's a lot of different things that go go into that um that's why I'm glad that we're, we're talking about this tonight because it's, yes. it's, it's something, I mean, I retired from the field because I, I get too active in it and it's safer for me to stay out of it right now. Um, not, not saying in the future, I might not pop back in there, who knows, but for now it's a good thing uh, with, with these captures and things. There's, there's just a lot that people, um, need to know that it's right. not 
everything it's cracked up to be, especially with the new stuff these days, all the sensitive microphones. You've got to be really careful. You just you have to be really careful with with what you're recording out there. That, you know, that's interesting that you mentioned that because, you know, you have all of these fancy zooms out and the, in the task cams and, and, and I, and I own, I own a zoom H5, but I also still use my old Olympus and Sony recorders from like 10, 15 years ago. And I still get captures on those. So I think there's a benefit, you know, when the mics are super sensitive, you take the chance of, uh, capturing a lot of false positives so for you do you you obviously prefer then using the older mics and even the analog recorders i do i do and i've i've used i haven't used some of the latest equipment but i've used some newer equipment your task cams and things like that you just have to be really careful with them but i i prefer analog and i will prefer that over digital and i know it's harder to find these days uh, we're talking cassettes, reel to reels. These are the these are the real things that um, you're you're going to get some great captures with this older equipment. You may not get as many, but you're going to get some some really great pronounced captures with it. And my theory behind that is is it's magnetic. I mean, I, right. dealing with static electricity, these spirits are able to manifest and and manipulate. Uh, electronics via static electricity and they somehow imprint themselves and i think it's easier for them to imprint themselves onto a magnetic tape or magnetic device than it would be to capture their so-called sample rate you know that because they, they, they don't have any vocal cords so and you can you can almost see that if like if you you use adobe audition so do i and even in the spectral view you can almost see the little the little nodules when let's say a living person is talking, that's a good way to determine, okay, or one of the ways to determine, okay, if, okay, is it, is it a living person talking or is it maybe a, an alleged spirit? If there's, a, if the, those nodule or those little indentations are lacking. Mm -hmm. So, but yeah, you know, analog, I mean, I've used it too. And it's, I, I agree with you. I think there's something about the magnetism. There's something there. It's just there's been too many captures. And, and I know that uh, a lot of researchers have steered away from it because it, it does. It gets expensive. Yeah. You, know, you, you can't really process a lot. You don't want to sit there and have to, you know, just hit record for an, a, a 90 minute, 60 minute tape. You know, you've, you've got to listen to that in raw form. And it does take more time. But I, I think you you know you do get less captures on there, but they're more they're more pronounced. They're 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 going to be more of your class A types, right? Or and more phrases as opposed to just one you know one time singular words. Uh, yeah, I mean I like I said I I actually have a cassette. I don't use it that much a cassette player, but I, I like I said I agree with you. I think there's something about the magnetism, and you get asked a lot. You know, many of us do. Well, how? How can how how do you get an EVP on a recorder? I you know that's the how that's that's the un unknown to me. I mean, it's it, I don't think any one of us can answer that. Oh, is there other? Do you have any other theories besides just the the magnetism aspect of it? Just manipulation that with with the digital recorders. I was thinking, okay, so if they are composed of some kind of static energy, they're sticking to the magnetics. How are they sticking to a digital recorder? How are they able to imprint on that? And the only thing I can think of with that is inside, it's a little tiny computer chip inside of those little digital recorders. Um, and it judges your samples and, and uh, the, the tones and, and everything that come through. How can they do that other than manipulating the, the small electronics that's inside of there to imprint themselves on something? I don't know what it is they imprint themselves on. Maybe that's why they're so low. Uh, we're not able to hear them because it's so far imprinted or embedded, uh, so distant that we just can't get it, get it through on a digital. But some of those come through very, very pronounced on a digital. It just depends. And, and it could be spirit energy. It could be how much energy they have. It could be maybe they're using energy from the environment. Right. Uh, 
hence the cold and hot spots and so forth. Exactly. EMF, all of that, or, or the investigators, maybe their energy. Uh, you know, I think there's a lot of different variables, but I, I, I agree with you. You know, it's interesting. I believe it was Frank Sumption, uh, the, the developer of the Frank's box or ghost box. He said that he, I believe he was the one that obtained the design components for the Frank's box directly from the spirit world. So that kind of, in a way, goes along with that theory that, you know, they're able to manipulate. They know what they're doing. We're just not necessarily privy to that information. But that's what makes the paranormal, in my opinion, so beautiful is it, it is this unknown. And that unknown keeps you and motivates you to keep, you know, investigating. So it does. That's 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 the motivation is the unknown. Everybody's curious. Some may not want to admit it, but everybody's curious if there's a place we go after we die or what happens right. to our loved ones or, you know, it's and this field getting into this field. It's good closure too. It um, is someone that connects with a loved one because they do, whether it be uh, EVP, something in a picture they recognize a, a medium coming in there and, and, and saying so there's so many, so many ways. And, and that's why I think a lot of people are starting to come out in the open more to, you know, hopefully get a message, some kind of yes. message from a loved one or someone that, that that's crossed over that they know. Absolutely. A lot of them um, get a feel for this, for that reason. Oh, absolutely. That's very well said. Um, I'm wondering now with, with sounds like electronic noise phenomenon or audible noise phenomenon, kind of the same, I, I would think it's the same principle if a spirited entity is creating that sound, it would imprint in a similar way that its voice would. Would you agree to that? Or do you have any other ideas with sounds, how those imprint on these devices? I, I, I would agree. I would agree with that. Um, <clears throat> the audible, this is where it gets tricky. And this is hence the obsession of not being able to <laughs> answer is okay. This recorded just fine on my device, and I could hear it too. So that's double validation, especially when right. someone else hears it. I think the two go hand in hand, but I, I, I that's where I get confused is how in the world can a spirit produce something so loud that we hear it with the naked ear? Yes, and then other times not. Yeah, it's... What are they using? What are they doing? And then, and then you start to get into that with the conversation, which I don't, don't recommend anybody, anybody doing that out there. Don't sit there and get play 20 questions with them. Cause you're going to drive them nuts. We're not going to talk to you at all, <laughs> No, <laughs> but it's, it's, it's having, having the, the, the right equipment, the right people with you. Um, I, I think that plays a big factor. I like working with mediums. I, I really do. I enjoy working with mediums in the field. I think they're assets. Um, Absolutely. Because they're tapping into something that we're not able to. Exactly. Choose to. Uh, some some teams will, will choose a strictly scientific method and they won't use a medium. Well, that's just as scientific as using the equipment, in my opinion. Um, there's no better piece of equipment than the human body and common I, sense. Absolutely. Absolutely. So always try and bring some common sense with you. Uh, but, but having that with the recording, it can validate too. You know, let's say you bring a medium in there and you did a little bit of history and you found that there's a, there was a Harold Simmons that used to live at this place and you capture a male voice on the recorder, but you don't know their name. The medium might. Right know exactly who that is and it's just one of those things where you have to have faith in your team members in the medium you're using and all of it just blends so well and mixes together it's not gonna it's not gonna kill your credibility if you bring if you have a piece of of evp evidence and a medium validating that that's not going to hurt your credibility credibility that's going to help it Absolutely. I mean, yeah, I mean, it's we were talking with about this with with Linda Myers on, on Haunted Voices uh, Radio last week, you know, the importance of just not relying on just the science end of it, but bringing in the metaphysical and and your body senses. 
And I, I remember her saying, you know, develop, it's so important. I mean, this is often overlooked in our field, but develop your intuition, develop yeah. your innate psychic senses, do that first as a foundation and then get involved in, in, in investigating. And that's so, so important. But yeah, I think it's, you know, it's interesting how, I mean, you can have five or six recorders in a room and not capture anything if if you don't have all of the right components in place, meaning, you know, team members, uh, people's energy and all of that, uh, you know, so, yeah. uh, so, so, oh my God, this is, I mean, I can talk about EVP all day. I know you can too. So, so interesting. <laughs> oh my gosh. But let's, let's go ahead and take a quick break. Uh, sure. When we come back, let's talk a little bit more about some of the EVP classifications and in your opinion, going from setup to the actual session and then getting into reviewing a little bit. And then we have some of your, your audio clips to play as well. So we'll get into that after the break. You are tuning into the Afterlife Chronicles and Beyond. I'm your host, Nicole Strickland, with WLTKDB's uh, mastermind and owner and manager, Todd Bates, when we get back. So stay tuned. Sunday, October 24th, the 2021 Statler City Psychic Fair in Buffalo, New York. Come out and meet psychic medium and host of School Through Spirit, Diet Renee, and spirit medium and host of the Ghost Finders, Rob Thompson. Diet Renee is a renowned psychic medium, medical intuitive, and master teacher of psychic mediumship development. Hailing from Wisconsin, Diet trained under world-renowned psychic Lisa Williams. Spirit medium Rob Thompson is one of Diet's mediumship development students. He is the host and executive producer of America's longest-running indie paranormal TV show, The Ghost Finders, on Amazon Prime, Apple TV, and Roku. He has made guest appearances on other shows, including Discovery Channel's Paranormal 911 and A Haunting, and teaches paranormal research at the Los Angeles City College. Come and meet these two superb mediums together on stage for live gallery readings. Remember, Sunday, October 24th, the 2021 Statler City Psychic Fair. Get your tickets now at statlercity.com. That's statlercity.com. Doors open at 1, close at 6. Gallery readings, tarot cards, and more. Statler City Psychic Fair. Tickets at statlercity.com. One minutes past the hour, tuning into the Afterlife Chronicles and Beyond. I'm your host, Nicole Strickland, and tonight's guest is none other than Todd Bates, WLTKDB's founder and manager and mastermind. And I forgot to mention that uh, his show, Haunted Voices Radio, which I'm honored to be co-hosting along with him, is one of the longest-running internet paranormal talk radio shows since 2004, I believe. And he's also... Uh, he has many accolades uh, in the field, and he actually was a, an advisor for A Haunting on the Discovery Channel for the Sally's House episode, as well as uh, making appearances on WTHI, I guess it's a CBS affiliate for the Ashmore Experiment two-day event, as well as WTWO uh, NBC affiliate as well, and like I said, including many other accolades. So, Todd... Thank you again for joining. It's been an awesome discussion about EVP so far. I know that we got into uh, how you got involved in the in the field and you discussed some of your theories for how electronic voice phenomena imprints itself on, on recorders and all of that. So let's get into now um, a little bit about the classifications of, of EVP and then maybe setting up an actual session, how you would do that from start to finish. Sure. Sure. So. Yeah, the, the classification system, beautiful system. Uh, yeah. By Sarah. Uh, she was a preschool teacher. Oh, ABC. that's right. Yes. Oh, with her ABCs. Um, yeah. <laughs> I love it. And I, I thought that was just classic, but the, you know, the, a, a good, you, you've got a class A and, there's a class B and class C. Your class A are going to be your more pronounced. Uh, your class B, of course, will be something pronounced, then something inaudible, 
than something pronounced inaudible, for example. Right. A class C, a lot of your whispers, um, things of that nature. So you, you would uh, classify them that way. And it really does help organize what you have. Um, it, it sure does. Put it in perspective. A class A, uh, you know, you need to have at least four or five other people agree that that's what it is saying, uh, you know, at, at, at minimum, at best, because without suggesting it to them and some of these that we play tonight they're they're labeled um they and, are yeah and, that, and that's okay I'm, i apologize for that but that's they're they're that's the way i i have to have everything categorized in my little file world and that's that's the way to do it and i Alpha think that's Alpha an Alpha. excellent way to excellent way to do it i'm going to play one of your class a's in a second but we've actually uh, my team has captured, this is very rare, but on a couple of occasions or a few occasions, we've captured EVP. Uh, so in regular playback mode, you can make out the word or phrase, but then just out of curiosity, I decided to reverse that portion of the EVP. Um, I do this on some clips, not on others, but uh, like I said, a few times I've reversed that, the, the actual EVP clip, and yet there's a different word or phrase that can be heard on the reverse, that's, like I said, different from the regular playback mode. Have you ever encountered that yourself? Absolutely. Yeah. I, I classified those as a class X. Okay. When they were reversed. Um, that's so, it is, it's so interesting how that happens. It's almost the, the only way, and, and this is, this is going to go really, really far down a rabbit hole here, folks. That's okay with me. What I can think of is they are imprinting somehow because they can't just come up to a microphone. Hey, how you doing? You, you know, <laughs> I know the, the vocal cords. There has to be. There's no vocal cords, so there has to be some way. So they transmit it somehow. Now, when they transmit it, and you have one in forward meeting and one in reverse meeting, well, that takes some talent for that for that to be even heard in a reverse meeting. Uh, the only way I can explain that and maybe maybe write that off is that is like an alternate universe kind of twist. You know, you have sense. one coming one way, one coming from another way. Uh, because if you listen to one with a reverse meaning, you'll see that the reverse meaning sounds very distant. It sounds um, almost inaudible sometimes you're absolutely it's almost like it's it's emanating from a different dimension like mm -hmm. far further away i've encountered that as well with the reverse and you know you have to be careful with reverse meetings uh because of pareidolia or matrixing as a uh, yes aka for it um you you can hear things your body can only your brain can only process one of these sounds at a time and and try and place it uh, when you have a lot of complicated sounds in there, you'll, you'll, you'll matrix a little bit. Um, and you'll start, so take breaks, take frequent breaks, especially when you're working with anything reverse, because it may just be that reversed and it, it may not have no meaning whatsoever, but you're just hearing this gobbledygook in reverse. And if you listen to it over and over and over, it's going to sound like something. So don't do that. Yeah. <laughs> That's like a, a common rule when listening. I, I usually like listen for maybe about 10 minutes and then I'll, I'll take a little bit of break to let my brain just kind of, you know, quiet down and then, and then go back to reviewing. But I like your theory on that though, because, you know, with EVP, you can have like five different people that all hear something different. Does that mean they're all right or all wrong? No, not necessarily. It could maybe mean that that particular spirit has five different things or words or whatever it wants to impart. So that kind of correlates to the reverse as well. Maybe it's two different, a question is asked, but yet there's two answers for that question, if that makes sense. Yes. That so, but I like, I like your description of the, the, the interdimensional theory there. I, I think that's, that's phenomenal. Um, but yeah, I mean, I, I've, I've had that probably happen for me about maybe four or five times. I don't know about you with reverse. I've had several reverse. A lot of them I, 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 I wrote off as false positives or right. reverse. But 
you know, I, I didn't, I didn't send any ex- those examples along, but there's, there's a couple of them that, that uh, did have a reverse meaning and had no forward meaning, which I found very interesting. Oh, that's, that's intriguing. Wow. Mm-hmm. That has happened in the past as well that, uh, you know, you'll hear like a hmm forward, but you play that in reverse and it, let's say, for example, it says, please help me. Um, and, and, and that can happen as well. So try, make it a habit when you're processing your EVP, take that extra step. And cause all the, all the programs, even the free programs have the reversing capabilities. Now try that. Yes. You know, be careful with it, but try that because they may have something else to say to you literally on the other side of that message. That's exactly. And, you know, it's when you think of a photograph and how you can invert the image, it's similar. I I guess a reverse is kind of like the inverse inversion of the audio. So I'm wondering if it has to do, too, with uh, the frequency. For some reason, the energy flow is opposite, you know, in, in their dimension, just like what you were mentioning. Oh my gosh, it's so fascinating. But we have one of your class A's here. Okay, so I'm going to use the old-fashioned, let's put the smartphone to the mic. I know, yes. I know. It's it, it's the cheat way, y'all, but you know what? It works, so don't fix what's not broken. So I'm going to go ahead and play that now. Hello. I'm going to play it again. Hello. Hello. Okay, so obviously you want to, I mean, we all can hear what that said, but your clip so what are you hearing there that was um captured in vincennes indiana at a at a a, called cannonball bridge they it's also nicknamed purplehead bridge and the the strange thing it's an old train bridge that's where they used to turn the trains around uh and with with this particular capture there were three of us there and we were standing out near the near the center of the bridge, and that that's where that was captured during that session of what it sounds like a little old lady saying hello. Uh, it does, and, uh, yeah, it does. Because it had it had that that elderly hello in there yes. with it. <laughs> that and, Absolutely. and that was uh, none of us heard that. Of course, that was that was found later after after everything was was analyzed and when you're sitting there listening to a cassette and you hear that shh mm-hmm. that constant in the background that you do then you hear a question then you hear shallow that was just i mean it it, it, com- it just it completely consumes you it you does. Know, I know exactly what you mean. You got a voice. Okay. Now we have a voice. Let's, let's tie this. Let's find a name. Let's find out who this is. And then it be, boom, it's on, it's on. You go back and you try to do another recording session and another one, but you never get that same voice again. Right. You know, isn't that, it, isn't that phenomenal how that yeah. happens? It drives you nuts too, but it's phenomenal. Let's play that again. One more time. Yeah, you're. I mean, when I listened to it too, I was like, "Oh my God, it sounds like a cute little old lady." You know, grandma saying hello. But it, 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 you know, when you get those, that was captured on an analog recorder. Um, (laughs) sorry, the comments were coming in there. But oh yes, okay. Don't worry about those. But with it's, uh, it's a phenomenal capture. With with something like that, it it's short, it's sweet. You may never hear it again. I I I can't say for sure if that was interactive or if that was residual. That could have been right. because we were asking random questions. Now that one came after the question: Is there anyone here that would like to speak with us? And then this oh, comes. Okay, that's okay. That that to me is more of maybe more intelligent. But yes. you, you still you never know. That leads me to, I just was reminded, and I'm sure this has happened to, to all of us in, in the field, getting an answer to a question right before that question is asked. Now, that blows my mind. Have you had that happen? I, I've known people that have had that happen. It's never happened to me. 
Has, has that happened to you? Yeah, it has a few. Not, I mean, I wouldn't say that often, but enough to where I've, I, I, I recognize it now. And to me, I, I, the only fear I have for that is it's some sort of uh, time differential or they're intuitively knowing ahead of time what I'm going to ask. I don't know if anyone else has any theories by all means, because I, to me that that's so that just blows my mind. It's, it's psychic so. in itself. Yeah, absolutely. So really let's is. get into, so, so class B now, how would you define that similar to class A, but a little different. Okay. A class B, you know, you just heard the example of, uh, the, the hello, um, right. Would hear the hello. And then let's say after she said, my name is right. Mm-hmm. So that, that kind of, you know, <laughs> it's, it's, it's not as, as high grade. It's there. Something was said. Um, they tried to make some kind of structure out of it, but it just, it's just inaudible. So that would be a class B and it's, and it's really tough to group that because the, the, you know, you want to go, okay, well, you can hear them say hello, but you can't hear them say the name. So it's got to be a class A because you can hear hello. If that is included in, in the clip, you know, as a whole, right. that is a class B and it's okay to have a class B. It really is. It's Abs- okay. Oh my gosh. Thank you. Yes. Even class C's there, you know, the more, it's, it's- the, more the better. Right. Because to say, with the way technology is going these days and the way these gadgets are coming out, that here in the future, they can't take some of these class C's and clean them up so well that they're not. But then you then you come at that question. OK, I have a class C. This this new product I got amplified it, cleaned it up, uh, pronounced the, uh, the 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 vocals better in there, enhanced those. Is it still a class C? Yes. Right. It is because that in in its raw form was Mm -hmm. a class C. Right. So I think with class C and make an A out of it. Right. That, that, that makes sense. And I know it was, you know, with class B, some people may hear and others don't, but I like how you use the example of, okay, maybe one word can be totally heard and understood, but the rest of the clip is not. And right. so that's, that's a good, good way to put that. We do have a class B example. I'm going to play it uh, three times and then you can explain it and then I'll play it again. One more. All right. Interesting. I think I may hear part of it, but not not all of it. Well, one thing I clearly heard was the name Jill. Okay. Uh, and and what what I feel that says is "Come here, Jill," and then it's inaudible. And you, okay. But you can tell, like I was saying, you can still hear her talking. You just it's inaudible. Um. You know, you could, and then if you listen to this over and over again, your your this pareidolia is going Egg. to consume your mind. Right, right. So things where you want to listen to it about three times, walk away. Um, that's a good rule of thumb. I almost hear at the end there, uh, "What are you doing? What are you doing?" But I don't. That's just my ears. I don't know. So that's actually. It, what I think that EVP says is, "Come here, Jill." What are you doing? Where are you going? Yeah. Some, yeah. Let's play it again. Yeah, absolutely. Wow. That's interesting. I mean, the length of that too, because these phrases are again, more common on the analog, but where were you when this was captured? That was captured in the Sally house. That was a station. Oh yeah. Okay. Great. Oh my, and you've done a lot of research there. Stationary recording, different, different types of experiments there for years in that house before it became a tourist attraction, you know, right. Pretty much bed and breakfast. (laughs) 
<laughs> wow. Oh, my gosh. At least you had some quality time there. Some quality time alone with, with, with the house. And it's good. It's good to get to know a location before you go in there and you start talking to people. Get to know the people that may have lived there. Check uh, some yes. history. But that was in the Sally House, a stationary recording in the upstairs bedroom. The one off to the right, those of you guys that have been there. Um, and it was just stationary. There were no questions asked. This was was processed. Now, when I do did stationary recording in there, I would set it up and I would literally leave. I would go across the street. I would leave the area. Um, and that can be good and bad as well, because there was no one there to hear to listen to any false positives that may have come across who's right. to say that someone wasn't standing outside screaming, come here, Jill, where are you going? What are you doing? And it came right. up on the recorder. But if you notice, when you listen to that, you'll hear that tin sound. It, that yes. Distant. Like robotic, like a robotic tinny sound. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And that wasn't, you know, because you can get that from overcorrecting your file as well. It will, yes. it will get do that real bad. Um, that one has had no, no correction. That one's just been digitalized. That's all. But you hear that, that weird noise in there. And, and I don't know what that noise is. That's the right. thing. It makes it more uh, likely to be something, you know, anomalous. Do you have an idea because you've done a lot of research there as to who that might be? obviously it sounds female to me yeah but you know the only thing i can think of because uh, there wasn't any any family members there with the name of jill mm -hmm. it may have been one of the little girl's friends um that was maybe a residual of them playing in the room together uh unknown that could be because there's no names tied there's no jills or, or anything uh tied to there uh, but what's what's known to haunt that house is little Sally, her mother, and and the doctor. Okay, so those are the three. So maybe it maybe it is someone that maybe they knew. That's a location I've actually been wanting to visit because I know a lot of people like yourself that have done that have done research there. So there's a lot to learn there. Yeah, oh, be I can imagine. Definitely be Each careful. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I mean, I think each place you go to, obviously, you learn something new and each location is different in its own right. But I've oh, there goes Kaylee right on time. So, <laughs> God, please. Uh, it's not an EVP of well, you guys would hear it, right? So it would be an EVP. It would be an audible voice phenomenon of a cat. But that is Kaylee. So, uh, yeah, uh, I've heard a lot of great things about the Sally House. But let's move on to Class C. I have one here. I'll go ahead and play it a few times and then you can uh, explain it. Is anyone here sick? One more time. Is anyone here sick? Is anyone here sick? So that, that's you asking the question, is anyone sick? And then I do hear something, but I'll let you say what you think it is. Well, class C, you hear a response and, and you did, you hear right. some, kind of, but it, it's such mm -hmm. a whisper. Now, right. when I, when I amplified that, I could hear what they were saying, but mm -hmm. that's altering. So a that class C is a class C. And, and that's where that one stayed. But what I've, I, I've heard the response of a, of a male voice at the end saying, I am. That's exactly what I heard. You know, it's funny. When I first listened to it, I thought it was a cough. But then I listened to it two more times and I said, oh, I'm hearing I am. That's, you know, and that, you made a good point about class C's. They're just as valid as a oh, class yeah. B or a class A. Do not throw those out, guys. No. It's, 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 it's another piece of data there. Yeah. So I, I can't agree more. Wow, that's, that's really cool. And where were you again with this one? Let's see. That one was the um, old Quaker schoolhouse. Oh, okay. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. Wow. Little one-room school. 
And we captured, and it was strange. You think, okay, you're at a school, you're going to capture a bunch of children. Now there were children there. Don't get me wrong, but there are also a lot of adult spirits there. And I don't, I don't know why. I don't know. Maybe they visited there. Um, that could mm-hmm. be control from uh, some kind of big shindig they had at the school. You know, when they had parents teacher conference or whatever they had back then. I don't know, but there were adults. We got a lot of adult voices there as well. So. It's just it, it was an interesting location and it was almost, you know, maybe that spirit um, was a ghost and didn't know that they had died or were dying. Uh, they just still thought they were sick. And he just answered sickly. I am, you know, it, it's just that's the motivation right there. It, it, thank you. Exactly. The small yep. to me, little things that the smaller, the better. Because right? I, want, I don't want to capture an EVP that says, yes, I'm right here. Heaven is wonderful. I tell you what, off to my left, we have, I don't want an EVP like that. I know. <laughs> it takes away all the, all the mystery, all the, uh, you know, it's, it's, it's these little tidbits that people are giving you here and there. You know what? God, you said that so well. I, I can't agree more. I you know it reminds me of, uh, when Allie and I, it was 2017, and, and I was speaking at the Preston Castle Paracon. Preston Castle is up in Ione, California, so a little bit kind of near Sacramento, a very small little town. Uh, Preston Castle, or school of Preston School of Industry, is a, just a hot spot location in Northern California. And we were in the uh, sick ward area, and so Allie had this idea when we were driving up to stop and get comic books as a trigger object. Good idea. Uh, because they didn't really have TVs back then. So when we were there, Allie sat a comic book on each one of the beds. And so we were recording and uh, gosh, I forget exactly verbatim what it was, but Allie was saying, we, we got these comic books for you. Uh, we hope you enjoy these. And then now this was an audible voice phenomenon because I heard a response to that. And then when we played it back, it was a younger male saying, thank you. Just wow. something like that. Just, you know, like you said, it just, it motivated me. It just, it was so special. So, yeah. Insane. You have some other ones here. You have one of, uh, well, I'll go ahead and play it and then you can uh, preface it. So. Oh. Oh, this is a hard one to hear. I mean, hard is an emotional. Wow. Yeah. One is by far That's one very of emotional. my favorite mm. captures and, and most emotional captures. And that was captured uh, outside of a private residence here in Robinson. Oh, my gosh. Um, the house was burned to the ground. Oh, my God. And the story behind this is is extremely heart wrenching. There was a mob, some mob activity around here, I guess, and uh, uh, a guy was cheating on his wife and wanted his wife removed, if you know what I mean. So they went to do that. Um, she was she was murdered. The guy set the house ablaze. One thing he didn't know were there were two kids in the closet. And it, it's horrible, absolutely horrible. Oh, my God. Oh, yeah. my God. It's, it's, a, it's a terrible, 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 terrible place. Um, they, they were found holding hands in the closet. Uh, oh, my God. Oh, no. It, 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 it tore me up when I, when I heard the backstory of this. Um, but this particular thing was captured on on an analog uh, we didn't go inside that night we were outside and that was captured on the front porch of the home just residual um i i don't know what all the sounds are i know there's you know is is it the sound of the house burning and crumbling to the ground and people screaming inside is that the sound because she was killed with a baseball bat of all things bludgeoned to death 
um, and you can almost hear the swoosh of of it's just it's a horrible thing. And I had it on the old Haunted Voices website for quite a while, and then people requested I take I take it down. It was it was tearing them I, up. I I I think that's the best. And I was and with the, in lieu of that, I'm going to elect not to play it anymore, just because yeah. it is it is is very very heart wrenching. That is the best example of a residual capture that I have. And that's the only oh that for training purposes. And, you know, these are things, these things are out there. You know, it's not, it's not all fun and games, which you capture. Um, <sighs> there's some things yeah. that really sit, sit very raw with you. And yeah. I got the point, Nicole, I, I had to talk to a priest. I had to, cleanse myself because of all these different different things I was involved in and, and, and had experienced and were in my head noises such as what we just heard you know you can't get these things out it's like what is this what is this is you know and so you 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 have to check your sanity quite a bit in this field when you're in this field especially when like that Right. I mean, that you make a good point, you know, having that balance of, you know, being physically, emotionally and spiritually balanced is, is imperative. Has anyone done any sort of, um, whether it's spirit rescue or any sort of, uh, you know, um, work to try to help those if they're still there, facilitate some peace, maybe moving on, that might be very worthwhile to do. That place. Be much, much, much appreciated. You know, if anybody can even do that remotely, yes, uh, yeah. get in touch with me. I will put you in touch with that location remotely, and you can work your magic with that, um, or come out and do it if you want. But it's, it, I, I, something needs to be done. The place needs put at rest. Uh, yeah, I, yeah, absolutely. I mean, that that just if that doesn't tug on your heartstrings, then you know, you're not human, obviously. Um, I hate to say that, but I, I, I don't know. I mean, I, I would have been a wreck after capturing that. So um, do you know the names, not to say on air for confidentiality, but do you know the names of those that were lost? Mm-hmm. No. Okay. No. I'm wondering if there's any, any articles on I, it. I know the name of who murdered them. They, they found that out. Um, but the, the, the actual people I, I didn't do, I, I, it's one of those things where I don't want to know. Right. Yeah. It would stick to me so bad because then I would have an intimate connection with them and that would stick yeah. worse because in the field, you know, as well as I do, Nicole, we need closure. We have to yeah. leave it at the gate, so to speak. Uh, can't bring it yes. home with and it's hard when you come across things like that, not to bring it home with you, not to take it personal. Um, but it's, it's luck of the draw. Any way you slice yeah. it, you know, it's, it's, it really is. It's how you present yourself. It's how you respect them. It's who you're with. There's so many factors uh, when it comes to recording. You, you, they're just, they're few and far between. And let's let's while we're on this, let's talk about the respect aspect when you are doing a recording. I mean, it should be every second of every investigation, but when you're doing a recording, having that respect, you know. So, like for example, I don't, I choose not to ask questions. How did you die? When did you die? All, all of that. I, I like to leave that out. Right. But. Uh, what what's you know for someone that's just starting out in the field and 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 you know is not used to the EVP methodology what would what would you tell them about the respect dash aspect respect is 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 key first and foremost um talk to them as if if you were meeting someone new for the first time right uh, mind your manners and minding your manners Includes asking them, how did you die? That is just rude. Right. Thank casual you. Conversations. You know, you want to use casual conversations with them just like you would anyone else. You know, it's when, when you start the session, you want to record the date, note the date, things of that nature, the location where you're at. 
and then you simply just want to reach out to them. Are there mm-hmm. any spirits located here that would like to speak? We cannot see or hear you. You know, you can yes. speak into this device. It will capture your voice. You know, there's so many different ways you can open that up. But just remember, once you open that door, you need to close that door at the end of your recording. If you're doing it very, like very exactly. Yep. You don't want to just, you know, leave without saying anything. I know that, you know, every time before I conduct a recording, I have a little opening statement and I address and let them know, you know, I'm going to try my best to hear you. But if not, we do have these devices that can capture your voice and sound. We will do our best, yada, yada, yada. You know, we're not, we come as friends, you know, blah, 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 blah. But then at the end, we we thank them. We say, thank you so much for communicating with us. Absolutely. Yeah, and you're you're going to get more. You're you're going to get more with that, for sure. Yeah, that's your just just like uh, in 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 the real world where we're at. You're going to get more with honey than than you are with vinegar. You know, that's exactly right. The golden rule still applies. You know, it really does. Yes, you do get. Uh, I think better captures. I think um, mm-hmm. given. Time, like if you're going to a new location and you're recording, give it some time. Go there, you know, a couple weeks. Let them get to know you. Then you'll see that the 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 communication will start to begin. Something it may start with one word. It may start with a sentence. It may start with something flying across the room. We don't know, but that is that's the mystery. Is just have patience with this field. Definitely don't rush it. Definitely don't rush a recording. Don't sit there. What's your name? Where are you from? What's your favorite color? What'd you have for dinner last night? Oh, I, I know, right? Don't make it interrogative, right? Make it more exactly. Make it more like a discussion. Yes. Yeah. I mean, it's common sense. This is common sense, people. It really you is. And, and it works. And what I've also noticed is people, they, they have a tendency. Let's say you and I are doing a session or I'm doing a session you're and, and, and you're there and I start talking to you. Just, uh, you know, I, I start saying something. There's been a lot of captures where the voice will come right over. Yes. And right in there and, and talk right over you and I. Exactly. Um, that's happened as well. Unexplainable. Maybe they're using a frequency off of our voice to. Right. That's, that's always been my theory. Yeah. There's just so many cool ways out there. That's why I, I love the field too much. <laughs> I, I know what you mean. <laughs> I know exactly what you mean. It's never ending. It's just it's never ending. Yeah, it's and that to me, it's it's the ambiguity of it makes it to me more attractive and and more of a beautiful thing to study. You are a wealth of knowledge, my friend, when it comes to uh, paranormal research and EVP research and radio broadcasting. I I mean, I did say that, my gosh, you've had Haunted Voices Radio since 2004, but I mean, what you've done with WLTKDB, I mean, everything is just tremendous. So you really do need to pat yourself on the back there have been, there's a couple more captures. Obviously, we don't have time, but there's a lot that we did not get into, like ITC and and all of that and um, kind of doing a mock, setting up a mock session and going from start to finish. So, I'd love to have you back on. We can do a part two. I would love to. I would love So, that. yeah, this is a really great, great episode. Um, lots of good information. Thanks so much for coming on, Todd. Um, let's see. Next week, I have Allie Schreiber on. She's a dear friend of mine, a co-director of the San Diego Paranormal Research Society and co-host of our Spirits of the Adobe Tours at the Ranch of Buena Vista Adobe. So it'll be great to talk with her. She has some really interesting uh, uh, experiences with the afterlife that uh, I'm sure she'll want to share. So thanks again, everyone, for joining us tonight. Uh, Thank you again, Todd, for coming on. Uh, This episode, like all of them, will be archived as well. I hope everyone has a great weekend and uh, we will see you next week. And that's about it. So yeah, have a good night, everyone. And we'll see you next week. Good night.